Welcome to another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach. Here's your host, Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Welcome back to Ask Our Parent Coach. Uh, this show is brought to you by Working With Parents, Central Ohio's leading parenting experts and coaches, where we create a safe place for parents to seek help, support on topics such as parenting, communication, relationships, and emotional intelligence. I'm Terry Manrique. And I'm Alina Greif. Our special guest today is Kathy Boone Black. Kathy is the owner of Indiana Integrative Hypnosis. And Kathy believes that staying calm in the chaos is possible through the use of hypnosis. So Kathy, we're so excited to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and we are so excited to dive into this really fascinating topic and something we believe in very strongly, um, that hypnosis can really help people. So, Kathy, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? How did you get into this field? How did you get started? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up uh, with panic attacks. I started at the age of six, and uh, my life was pretty much um, just a a bad childhood just from the fact that I was so scared of everything. I was afraid to go to school. I missed a lot of school. I was just, I was just afraid. And I, I was afraid I was dying all the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, but nobody knew what was wrong with me. I had gone to all kinds of medical doctors. They did every kind of medical test. They could not find anything wrong. They knew it was emotional, but back when I was growing up, therapy wasn't, around really uh, wasn't readily available for everybody. And the doctors really didn't know panic and anxiety disorder. They just knew I was a nervous kid. So they just said, here's medicine, go home. They didn't know what to do with me. And so I suffered for many years. Um, When I was about 18, 19, I decided I'm going to, I'm going to seek out help. I've got to figure out what's wrong with me because at that point I wouldn't drive a car. I was agoraphobic. And so I was introduced to a psychiatrist at the IU Med Center here in Indianapolis, uh, Dr. Hannes Gross, who introduced me to hypnosis. I'd never heard of it. But when I, when, I, when I walked out of his office, I was like, I had never felt so relaxed in my life. Oh, my gosh. And that's so, amazing. Yeah, it was just amazing. And so it was, a, it was the first step on my journey to figuring out what was wrong with me and how I could get well. And then I started going to a self-help group. Uh, It was a cognitive behavior self-help group that had been started by one of Dr. Gross's peers from Chicago in in the 50s. But it was a cognitive group that was teaching us that our thoughts were creating the feelings here. Mm -hmm. So that really piqued my interest. And it was another dot that was being connected on what was going on with me. And then I just started studying the brain and the body and how it works and how what's going on here. And so it answered a lot of my why questions and I finally figured it all out and put it all together and I got better. So I've always had um, a a longing to help other people with it. And I've been very verbal with my journey because I feel like God brought me through to help other people. Mm So I uh, started my business in 2009 and I call it integrative hypnosis because I am certified in a lot of different modalities. 
because I feel like I've got a lot of tools in my toolbox to be able to help people, not Mm -hmm. just hypnosis, but things that I can teach people that they can have the tools when they can go home and they're not with me, then they, they can use those tools to help themselves. Right. Wow. That's great. I mean, it's wonderful to be able to provide, to give someone that ability to have control of their life, really, because I'm sure that what you've been experiencing, you know, you felt like you had no control of your life or what was happening and nobody else was able to do that. So now that you have full control of, of your thoughts and the anxiety and putting it a stop to it, or at least uh, a cure, you know, mm-hmm. or something to kind of relieve some of that anxiety is amazing. And the fact that you can provide that for, you know, your, your clients. And uh, I, I'm, I'm so honored to have you here on the show. Well, thank you. I'm honored to be here. So Kathy today is going to be teaching our listeners about how, like she had said, the brain and the body work together and how we have the power within to feel so much better. And we're so glad that you're here to have this discussion about hypnosis and all the other modalities um, and, you know, how you've been certified in all these different areas. So Kathy, we're just going to let you just jump right on in and, you know, talk to our listeners and, you know, especially, you know, most of our listeners are moms um, and even dads, our parents, right? So we really like to focus on parents. We know that parents have a lot of anxiety when they have a new baby Um, They're bringing in this new precious little human being. There's just so much. So if they already have anxiety and now on top of that anxiety, they have bringing in this new little life. Um, So if you're, you know, if you could talk to us a little bit of what they can do so that we can help them from falling into depression, because I'm sure that that's a pattern that may happen because of the anxiety already that's there. Um, So you know, yes, speak to our parents about how we can help them with uh, some of the tips and tools that you do with your clients. Sure. So the first thing I like to explain to my clients is how the brain works, because a lot of people don't really know that. And, and I like to empower my clients to know that you are the one that can control your thoughts. The only thing we can control and those thoughts create our inner environment and how we feel. We can't control outer environment. We can't control what anybody says or does or anything that's happening. But learning that how our brain works, we can control here and how we feel inside. So when you think about the brain and you think about a thought that you have, when it's a fearful or angry thought comes into the brain, the brain gets the signal and it sends a signal down to the amygdala, which is in the limbic system of the brain. It's the fight or flight area of the brain. Well, that's that amygdala gets the signal just from a fearful or angry thought. Mm -hmm. You got to run or fight. Right. So Mm -hmm. you can't, you automatically feel something. Mm -hmm. And if you think about right now, if you think about something that bothers you, whether it makes you fearful or angry, just think about it for a second and then feel it in your body. Yeah. You feel it. That situation isn't even happening right now. That person's not here, but your body's reacting mm-hmm. like they are, mm-hmm. like that situation's going on right this minute. Your blood pressure goes up. Mm-hmm. Your heart starts to speed. Absolutely. Yep. Because when that amygdala gets that signal, and I'm making this very simplified, it's a lot more than that, but just simplify. I know. <laughs> it sends a signal 
down to the adrenals into your body, send out all these stress hormones because you need to run or fight. It mm-hmm. just doesn't know that you're hurt or sad or angry, mm-hmm. but it thinks you need to run or fight. A lot of times when people feel that they start getting tingling in their hands and feet or legs. And that scares that's right. Them, that's right. And you know, that's your weight. Yeah. Stuff. And what's interesting is when that happens, when the amygdala gets activated, the blood flow increases to your arms and legs. And that was done historically to let us when we were fighting with wild animals, right, to let yes. us fight or run. So all the blood is actually going to your you know, legs and your hands so you can fight off the enemy, right? Right. So when you feel that tingling, it's literally blood flowing into those, you know, your extremities. Exactly. And when people see, that's why if people can understand that, then it's not scary. They understand why it's happening. I have so many clients that come in and say, oh, I get this horrible tingling in my hands. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm having a stroke. Mm -hmm. Right. They're scared. They're scared that there's some or I'm having it in my legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared. So when you understand that it's a symptom after you've been checked out, right? I always, <laughs> Make sure it's I, I always when I work with my clients, I'm like, have you been checked out by a medical doctor to make mm-hmm. sure that it's just anxiety? Um, and then you can take those secure thoughts that it is just, you know, mm-hmm. an, uh, something. So when all those stress hormones hit and then you feel this in your body, What I teach my clients is automatically reframe that thought, look at it in a different way. And it's the way that I got better. I had to stop that first fearful thought every minute of every day for a while because my brain was so trained to go right to anxiety and right to fear and right to the thought of something's happening. I'm going to die. So I had to do a pattern interrupt every time uh, I felt that. And that's how I started getting better. I started reframing my thoughts. So Kathy, can you give us an example of like a thought you would have back then, right? One of those like really scary thoughts and how you reframed it into what? Like just a Um, specific example would help. So absolutely. So one of the things when people have a lot of anxiety, they fear that they're dying or going crazy. Mm -hmm. So mine was always fear of that I was dying. And so when my heart would start palpitating and I felt like I couldn't take a deep breath in, my thought was, oh my God, I'm dying. I can't breathe. See, it stayed Mm -hmm. over here in this fearful Mm -hmm. thought and it just kept that vicious cycle just kept going, going, going. And my panic attacks just getting worse. So -hmm. when I started learning how to do this, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Immediately reframed it and said, nope, I can breathe. Yeah. I know that when within three seconds of a fearful or angry thought, every muscle organ and gland in my body tightens up, ready for fight or flight. Oh, my lungs are just kind of tight. You know, my heart's mm-hmm. beating because my body thinks I need to run or fight. I really don't. It's just a symptom. Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Oh, yeah. You take the fear out of it and you take a secure thought over here, then your body stops reacting. It mm-hmm. doesn't keep that vicious cycle going. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to practice be, being unafraid every minute of every day in the beginning mm-hmm. because I was so used to living in fear yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had a couple of clients where they fear, 
you know, when they go to put their baby in their bed to sleep, right? The anxiety that they're, you know, they're not going to wake up. They have all this fear about their baby and putting them in another room. So talk a little bit about what maybe the wording of what they can do for themselves. And uh, a lot of our, you know, I've had a couple of clients that have gone through that and have experienced that, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what do you recommend to those who are new parents who have anxiety and have the fear of their baby dying? Yeah. So they, you know, we have so many things now that you can monitor with the baby, right? We have monitors. You can actually watch them breathing from another room. And I think they also have some kind of monitor that you can put in the bed with them, right? That they can under the sheets or something that tells if the baby stops breathing. So there is, you know, take the secure thought that, you know, I've got these things and that, you know, um, I can watch on the monitor because I think most everybody has monitors at least Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, just accept that, you know, it is scary because it's out of our control. A lot of times when those things have, it is out of our control when those things do happen. But now you can take the secure thought and not beat yourself up. Like go to the monitor relaxed, not go to the monitor and fearing the worst. Just accept that, you know what, I'm going to watch this monitor. I'm going to. I'm going to maybe watch it every, I'm going to look at it maybe every 15 minutes, but mm-hmm. go to the monitor relaxed and enjoy mm-hmm. what you're watching. And I in, think that's the key, right? Yes. Enjoy watching your baby sleeping peacefully. Yes. Um, and, and, and I think, and it, again, you know, parents who are a little bit nervous about that, you know, the fact that we have monitors that have cameras now are amazing. Mm. Yes. Right. So I think that's, you know, wonderful to have that, equipment now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and just, um, and I will tell you, I've worked with parents because I'm a certified doula also. Mm. So I've worked with a lot of new moms and, um, it's like, just really just relax into what you're doing and enjoy because a lot of energy work, Mm -hmm. you were talking about energy work. Yes. You know, when you're anxious, baby feels anxious. Mm -hmm. They can feel that even if you don't say anything, they we feel it. We've all felt it. You know, you've, you've gone into a, a room with somebody and you can tell automatically if they're in a good mood or a bad mood. Right. Or you have friends or family that you love being around because they energize you. And then other people that suck the life out of you. <laughs> right. Yes. That's our energy. Right. Our energy can float out 12 feet from us. That's yep. right. So the more that the parents can be relaxed, the more relaxed the baby and the children are going to be. That's right. So, so, yeah. No, sorry, Cassie. Um, no, go right ahead. No, I just wanted to ask you, so how does hypnosis play into this? How do you use that or other modalities that you're trained in, in doing? How do you help people to, you know, tame the anxiety, to reframe their thoughts? Like, how does that work? So with the hypnosis, and I will tell you that my whole practice is around getting back to the emotional reason of why you're anxious anyway, Mm -hmm. because they have found that, um, because uh, let me just back up a lot of people, when you're anxious, it is really tied to some emotions that are deeper inside of you about your own insecurities about maybe how you don't feel like you're 
prepared or whatever. Mm-hmm. So hypnosis, in hypnosis, number one, it will help people just feel relaxed and start mm-hmm. allowing your body to know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. The other part of hypnosis that I use is going back and really working on the emotional part of why you're anxious in the first place. Right. None of us were born anxious. I can tell you babies are born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises and all other things, all other fears are learned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so going back and working with the parents on where did that anxiety start for you? Whether you feel like, you know, maybe it's a fear of, and this is all on a subconscious level. A lot of times, maybe I'm not even good enough to be a parent. Maybe I don't deserve to have a baby. Maybe whatever it is, that's where I really use the hypnosis to go back and really work with that part of the subconscious mind Mm -hmm. to look at that in a different way and reframe the reference in your subconscious mind to whatever it was that made you that way in the first place. Um, The other part of what I do is with the, I do, I'm certified in NLP, which is called Neuro Linguistic Programming. And also a tapping modality, which is called faster EFT Mm -hmm. um, that I use with everybody because I love those two modalities, especially because it can, they can really feel some changes very quickly. And it's Mm -hmm. easy things to teach my clients so that they can really work with themselves when they're feeling that way. And so all of that just helps you be more calm and relaxed. And in it, and in the end, the whole household is calm and relaxed. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's kind of like a domino effect. You know, when somebody in yes. the household mm-hmm. is anxious, then the other ones and the other ones and the other and then everybody's anxious and then your whole household feels anxious. Yes, that is mm-hmm. very, very true. Yeah. The mm-hmm. other part of it, too, is Terry going back to when you're looking at that monitor is being grateful. Gratitude yeah. is big. And if you can just l- sit there and watch that baby and just be so grateful for this beautiful little creature that has come into your life (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, you know, and made you a mom or dad and just, you know, feeling that love, you know, so many times, um, we are worrying and when we worry, we come from our head and Mm -hmm. people, a lot of times when you were talking about depression, Terry lead with their heads, think about people that are depressed. They go within, right. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's right. So I always, the, the thing that I, one of the things I teach my clients is, Power poses. Put your shoulders back. Mm-hmm. Remember a time when you were with someone, a person or a pet, that it was easy to love. Yeah. And when you think about that, you smile. Great feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you yes. love, you come from your heart. And I had a mm-hmm. yoga teacher tell us our class once, and I love this. Put your shoulders back and lead with your heart, not your head. So when you're looking at that monitor, put your head back, shoulders back mm-hmm. and with your heart, with gratitude, you know, you beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah. That is such a simple thing for a parent yes. to do and to, to remember. I mean, and, and we mm-hmm. don't remember that sometimes, no. right? Cause we're, again, you're so stuck in your head and yes. the thoughts um, that you don't, you don't, you don't take the moment to say how, how blessed I am, you know, to be here right now. Yes. Yes, because there's, you know, I always tell my clients, you know, you have a choice. You can either stay in the victim lane or you can go over here to the secure thoughts and be the victor of it because you can't be pitiful and powerful at the same time. 
You can't be bitter yes. and better at the same time. You can't be happy and sad That's at right. the same time. So That's very powerful, you right? You feel your power within because you get to choose those thoughts that are going to make you right. feel powerful or pitiful. And, you know, I feel like sometimes we overcomplicate things. We make it so difficult and complicated when the reality is a lot of things you're, you teach what we teach, right? It's not that complicated. It's more about awareness, mm -hmm. right? It's being self-aware and understanding what you're feeling in the moment and that you have a power of choice. You can't right. change those feelings. You can't change your thoughts and then the feelings will change, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You have a lot of power over your life, yes. right? But we often give it away to, you know, everybody, yes, right? Right. And a lot of times, and, you know, I know that a lot of people, when they go into therapy, they go back into their childhood yeah. and all that. But, and it's very important to do that, to heal that inner child. Because here's the thing, and I tell my clients, we're not going to beat up and blame anybody. Because right. our parents were doing the best they could with the, with the ability and the knowledge they had from how they grew up and their mm -hmm. parents were doing the best they could with the knowledge they had. And it just goes back generation. Yeah, so now yes, you're understanding right. it's not blaming anybody. I always say, you know, we're going to be like detectives and we're going to go in and we're going to figure out why, why you're doing right. this. Because, you know, right. from the minute that we're born, our little subconscious mind is active and we're mm -hmm. learning from those influential people around us. How do we deal with love? and anger mm -hmm. and relationships and stress mm -hmm. and money, how do we, how we deal with it. And if our parents didn't know, or those other influential people around us didn't know the best way to handle it, then we learn from them, not the best way to handle it. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle, right? It's a cycle that keeps repeating right. over and over and over until we take control of changing the future of what we want to do for ourselves Absolutely. and our family. And so by learning these things and having the knowledge of it, wow, knowledge is power, right? Yes, when I first is. learned that I could really choose my thoughts and reframe my words and my thoughts, wow, you know? Yeah, that's, really that's a very powerful yeah. place to be. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Well, so go ahead. I just want to just, if you can, Kathy, talk a little bit about, because I don't want our listeners to think like, oh my God, they're so naive. You know, there are some people who actually need medication. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I just want to make sure we actually address that because I don't want people to think, oh, these people mm -hmm. are foo-foo. They don't no. get it. That sometimes you do need yes, medication, right? right? Um, and I want to make clear because we're, we are, I always want to make sure our audience is clear that we are not naive. There are just other ways of doing things and we just want to bring awareness to you. And we do understand that at some point, at some time, medication is also needed, but these are things that can help you hopefully reduce the medication. Absolutely. So can you talk a little yes. bit about that? Absolutely. Um, a lot of people with a lot of anxiety do not want to be on medication. They don't like mm -hmm. to feel out of control. I was right there. I fought, fought, fought medication. And so finally, my doctors convinced me twice in, with, in my journey to be on medication. I was on medication for about six months each time. Mm -hmm. And it was to really help balance the chemicals in my brain so that I could be able to work on things. That's right. I just knew that I, That's for right. me, I never wanted to be on medication the rest of my life. I wanted to learn how to manage this. But it was right. necessary a couple of times for me to be on mm -hmm. medication. It doesn't mean right. that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you have to be on the rest of your life. 
unless mm-hmm. you choose with your doctor well, to be yeah you know yeah and everyone's you know and a lot of things in our brain are biochemical right, right. sometimes hormones are just imbalanced right. and you need to be on medication because it's a biochemical issue there's so many different scenarios right and many many different diagnoses right. where you do need to be on medication to function mm-hmm. and to be your best yes. So we absolutely, I agree, you know, we do not advocate for you to just abandon that no, and, not and at start, all. you know, no. feeling your way to, you know, to, to happy life without it. Right. But, you know, but, but learning strategies, whether you are, you know, on medication or under care of doctor, there are a lot of things we can still do mm-hmm. to improve the quality of our lives. Right? And that's where our focus is. Yes, absolutely. Because even though I was on medication, I would still have panic attacks. They weren't right. as bad. So I still needed to practice, you know, these, these mm-hmm. tools that I had, even though I was on the medication, mm-hmm. because it, I don't think any, uh, not to my knowledge, in my uh, experience, none of it took it totally away, but right. it just for right. me took the edge off so that I could really work on things mm-hmm. easy. Right, and so right. no, I'm a right. I, I there's always a place and time for medication if it's right for you with with you and your doctor, but these are just things that you can work with. And I will tell you, the hypnosis I've been using for over forty years on myself, and right. a lot of those a lot of those things, the thought, the cognitive behavior therapy that working with reframing mm-hmm. my thoughts. Now the tapping and the NLP techniques have just come along since 2009 when I opened my business. And now I can use those too, because, you know, I get out in traffic and somebody cuts me off. I'm going to be mad, but it's like, okay, am I going to continue to be mad? That guy's on down the road and, but no. So I'll sit and do a little tapping and say, you know what? I don't, I reframe my thought. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he has Mm -hmm. to get someplace really quickly. I excuse Mm -hmm. him rather than accuse him. Because when I do that, then I stay in my power because I don't let what Mm -hmm. he did affect me. Right. Right. And I, you know, it's funny that you say that. I think also the way the conversation you have with yourself when something Mm -hmm. like this happens, like, so for instance, like if someone cuts you off, you know, one time I was in the car and someone cut me off and my daughter was like, oh my God, mom, are you, doesn't that make you, so I'm like, you know what? He must really have to be Mm -hmm. somewhere. And he must be, mm-hmm. there must be an mm-hmm. emergency and people sometimes make irrational decisions or choices because of the situation right. that mm-hmm. they're in. And we have to just be understanding yeah. about that. Right. right. So anytime somebody, even like if you're in line or you're somewhere and someone pushed, you know, like, you know, robbed you or, you know, did something that was just like, Oh my God, yeah. excuse me. Instead saying, wow, that person must not really be thinking yeah. correctly. Something must right. be going on. Right. Because that's usually what right. happens, you know, and, and if it's not, so what, give that person the benefit of the doubt and move right. on. Don't let those things affect you because they're, they, they don't even know it's affecting you and you're allowing that right. to happen. So that's where you have the power to make the mm-hmm. choices of how you want to react. Right. To and I always, t- I teach my clients hurt people, hurt people. That's right. And so that's you right. know, a lot of times people are doing and saying things because of their own issues. There's most of Very the time much. people are so inward focused that their, their mind is thinking on something that's happening in here and not even realizing what they're doing out there, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So it's another way of looking at it to stay out of that victim mode. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, Kathy. Wow. This was. <laughs> I could sit here and talk to you guys all day. I love. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> By the way, uh, listeners, let's do a wonderful welcome if you're listening. This is her first podcast, oh, yeah. so it's super exciting to have yeah. her here. Maybe the first of many. Yeah. So. Kathy, it was wonderful. I knew you were going to be a wonderful oh, guest. Yes. That's why I wanted to have you on here. So thank you so much for being on here. Can you just quickly just tell us where our listeners can find you? All our, your information is going to be in the show notes anyway. So they'll have the links to that. But if you want to just say uh, the name of your business and how they can sure. find you. Sure. Uh, my business is Indiana Integrative Hypnosis. And you can go to indianaintegrativehypnosis.com. Um, if you, uh, there's a right on the first page, if they want to try a hypnosis recording, you can put in your email and it'll Mm -hmm. automatically email you one of my 20 minute hypnosis relaxation recordings. Oh, nice. Which is wonderful. I've done it. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. We so enjoyed having you on today. Thank you. I really conversation. I enjoyed being here with you guys. Thank you so much. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, if you have any questions and you want us to answer any of your questions, feel free to submit your information to info at ourparentcoach.com. Um, you can also visit our website at workingwithparents.com. And remember to apply the CPR philosophy with compassion, patience, and respect with everyone you come in contact with. Join us next week for another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach with Terry Manrique and Alina Greif. Well, that's our show. Thanks for sticking around and listening to the end. Don't forget, please write a review. Let us know what you think. We'd love to read your reviews and know if we're on the right track. Also, give us a rating. Let us know um, how we did and Don't forget to subscribe for future podcasts coming up.